I, I, um, I really, as a kid, stopped following organized. Rel- I mean, I was removed myself after confirmation. Yeah. How about how about MCC or other uh, like queer LGBT slash whatever, you know, um, uh, Catholic Church. I think there's also Dignity. There's a New Hope Ministry or. I you know I Anything feel like, like my you know it's like my th- theology is not tied to a not specific to okay um, yeah. thing and and that, actually a lot of trans people I've talked to have said that yeah, yeah. um well I you know I like Christian ethics yeah I like Buddhist ethics yeah I like you know it's like yeah the ethical structures I think make a lot of sense yeah, yeah. for you know human care yeah. human yeah. human love and relationships yeah. i think that they all make and, good sense and christians who put put themselves in service of other people true service not the self-serving service right <laughs> right true service i love them i yeah. love them yeah. and um and you know i've always gotten along with and had great discussions with people who are involved in or who practice mm-hmm. religions mm-hmm. that yeah. I don't know that much about. I yeah. mean, I had a there was a someone I work with who <clears throat> was Zoroastrian. Oh yeah, um, right. A, another um, like one of my colleagues when I was in graduate school. That's uh, old school. Was LDS. <laughs> LDS, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. Um, and he and I had the best conversations. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and we're still friends. Um, but but again, the last um, person I interviewed was was in LDS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. He was in a, he was in a, even a, a missionary. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did he come out? Or is uh, he out? He, he's not uh, currently a practitioner, but that's how he grew okay. up. That's how oh, he grew up. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah he's well, more of a, of a Buddhist now. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know where I would like pin my, you know, yeah, you don't spiritual, have to. you know, trappings, but. Um, it's, it's your business too. I mean, uh, all that stuff is so private. I mean, even if you dec- you know very strongly declare that yourself yourself to be Christian, mm-hmm. your relationship is still with God. It's, exactly, it's not with other people. I mean, it's good to have uh, community. It's good to be a part of a church. I mean, all that stuff is good, but when it ultimately comes down to it, it's you and you know your maker. Basically. Right, yeah. and and um, my spouse and I never talk religion. Yeah, um, yeah, because both of us regard it as a private yeah, um, yeah. experience and. I mean, I, I know that she's Christian. Mm-hmm. She grew up Episcopal, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't follow any of it. Yeah. I like the stories of the saints, just like yeah. I like the, you know, Hindu mythologies. Yeah. I yeah. like the, you know, the yeah. great stories. Yeah, They're, yeah. you know, it's I, like fascinating. I, in particular, uh, actually, that was one of my first things that I studied when I was younger, when I was uh, kind of a budding feminist was mm-hmm. like, um, you know, the female saints. Like, oh right, they did su- such amazing things. Oh yeah, know? and the iconography around them is really yeah. fascinating. Yeah. yeah, And when I was in graduate school um, for art, mm-hmm. I um, <clears throat> I had to take a lot of art history because uh-huh. my undergraduate right. wasn't in right. art. So, but I yeah. um, happened upon um, art in Arishvara. Oh, I don't who know. was the embodiment of like male and female? Oh, okay. In um, Indian sculpture, sure. I okay. think, I think that that um, that deity has more than one name. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm not sure the most common name sure, sure. is used, but 
um, when I discovered that deity in graduate school and um, was like, I found my peeps. Yeah. And I also, like, the shame I experienced in coming out was mm. not related to the shame of being trans. Oh, really? It was more that I felt that I had to hide it from my son who was coming out. Mm, and that, interesting. That, that I needed him to well, have his own journey. It sounds like you were both hiding, right? Yeah, kind of. He was hiding stuff for you. You were hiding stuff from him. And mm. the, and so, I, But you thought you were protecting him in a way. I felt that it was for him to find himself. Mm -hmm. That without undue pressure from me sure. or whether he might feel pressure like sure, sure. i just you know yeah. and and the and that he said to me um probably technically i'm non-binary but mm -hmm. i am always going to like i always want to be seen as a man yeah my always will present as a man yeah and and well also there's <clears throat> your you know your public persona and then there's your interior persona and i'm gonna say everybody has that Yes. Everybody has that. Businessmen who wear their suits, do they wear their suits at home? No. They strip that stuff off and they put on some sweatpants when they're home. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, um, and, it, and, it, and I think you're absolutely right that the difference between public and private persona, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, or, is there, or is it persona at all when yeah. you're at home? Mm -hmm. Like, how I regarded myself, like... I mean, I use my son's language because that helped me to solidify. Mm. Um, like, now I'm, I'm non-binary. Mm. I sort of exist on a continuum of, you know, male to female is yeah. like mostly male. But I also felt like some of my choice to remain non-binary is because of my relationship and because of my, my relationship with Sabrina, okay. uh, my partner, and also... Um, Politically, mm -hmm. men are assholes. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry. I, uh, there are lots of men I love. I have brothers who I adore. I'm going to disagree with that. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> like, not all men. Yeah. But the world of men has hurt a lot of people, and <laughs> the world of men is just the world, though. Well, and women are uh, actually the majority. Well, that that I know is true. Um, but I also um, like I just like felt like well it's not right for me mm -hmm. i present as male mm -hmm. i just had a name change mm -hmm. and haven't even finalized all of the name change stuff but um like i want my id to say male because i feel safer yeah it's a protection definitely i you know it's yeah. like i, I want to be able to travel to any country yeah in the world yeah yeah, some places uh, like Texas or the uh, Texas GOP just passed this really strange, regressive uh, platform that, I mean, it's... Oh, it's, I saw that platform. Yeah, it's like... It's hideous. Anti-gay, like, anti-trans. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And they want to take every every legal protection away from trans people. Like, no legal, no legal uh, you know protection at all no 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 ability to change any of your documentation or anything it's crazy um crazy. yes and i you know i have relatives who live in texas and i wonder because yeah. i feel like yeah. you know i feel that there are 
you know, and, and maybe they'll find some genet more genetic components mm -hmm. to how the brain is structured. Sure. Um, well, that they actually already have that evidence, it, you know, it, uh, but we don't actually have to have any any you know justification for being trans exactly we just are right it's not like we're hurting anybody i'm I not know. going around to hurt anybody because i look like a dude and i have a, <laughs> a beard you know i'm just a, a nice fellow who uh understands women very much <laughs> <laughs> well and i will never deny i you know and i told my own kids i will never deny that lived experience yeah i was socialized I as a girl I was socialized as a woman. Yeah. Um, I rejected all of the women's social, you know, it's like I rejected it with every ounce of yeah. my being. I just didn't quite fit in. Like I wanted to, cause I wanted to be with the girls, but they, they, they kind of rejected me in a way uh, and it's, I just didn't fit. I just didn't fit. And they knew it too. And my, 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 they do si it. our, our family is very, you yeah. know, female dominated. Okay. Um, the women are strong. Sure. The what's men your, what's are, your ethnic background, by the way? Are you Irish or Scots Irish? Okay, there you yeah. go. That's me too, with a little bit of Viking in there. <laughs> I could see a little Viking. Yes, um, I'm a little Viking. <laughs> um, but but I also you know I I what I love is that um, the that you know it's sort of clansmanship that you you know that you're with your people mm. and that that yes. my like. I was really worried about losing that Especially with my a sisters. Big family. Yeah. yeah, because that's a lot of relationships to work through. Um, yeah. yeah. And, you know, the steadfast ones and the hesitant ones, there's only one who seems to be a little hesitant. Still? After all this time? Well, I think um, I think she just regarded it as like a colossal pain in the ass. Mm. Like too much work on her part. Okay. I can't, I don't, you know, I don't agree with it. I think if I were... Well, but what is the work that she has to put in? I mean, calling you he or they, uh, what's the work there? I don't know. I, You know what? And I don't know either. And I don't know. And, and uh, I, I don't understand it myself, but I also feel like others have stepped up and said, don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. You're okay. We love you. Mm. We're not going to change. You are part of the family. Yeah. You are awesome. part of us. Awesome. And so, like, it's not like it didn't go unnoticed yeah. by the others. Yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, you come from them. Right. I come from my parents. It's not like I'm some aberration. Oh, right. I am a part of them. Well, you know? and, if you, and if you look at any of the birth order studies mm. and you know it's like the families who have four or five boys the younger mm -hmm. ones be are more oh sorry yeah. the younger ones are more likely to be gay they have a okay. higher percentage of mm. you know mm. like and and i think that i you know it's like i'm a middle kid mm -hmm. um i have three older brothers i had two older sisters one of them died but, um, and then all the rest are girls. Mm. So, like, I think I was like, yeah, well, I was meant to be that, you know, that gay dude in the middle of the family who's the peacemaker. Yeah. Who's the, you in know. In between, non-binary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who's the in-between. Yes. And honestly, non-binary works for me. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you know, and I gotta <clears throat> say too, I know some older trans men who have taken testosterone for longer than I have, who have actually adopted a more non-binary um, identity after I- identifying completely as men for a really long time. Really? Yeah. That's so, so interesting. It's so interesting because it's almost like they've evolved in their own identity. You know, right. for a long time, you kind of had to be one way, you know, either, oh, right. either you're a woman or you're a man. And now, you know, the younger people are kind of opening things up a bit. Bless them for doing that. Oh, I, you know what I have to say? Yeah. When I, like, there was no way I was not going to be coming out in a public realm. Mm. And my students, the first, when I first came out, yeah. I, I said, like, um, which was, like, okay, wait a minute, 2017, 2018, yeah, all I, like, the end of the school year, 17, 18, okay. um, and I have a lot of very traditional um, Latino boys mm-hmm. and, and, um, and boys who are like second generation um, Americans from um, Ethiopia. Okay. When I said, you know, I think next year I'm just going to go by, by my last name. Okay. And one of the more traditional, like, kind of macho boys um, looked at me and he kind of looked me over and he said, I think that suits you better. Mm. And so I was like, okay, that's what it's going to be. Told my administrator, told my peers, like, one of my administrators really loves... You got the tween stamp of approval. <laughs> yes, I got the tween stamp of approval. That's then, a hard one to get. And you know, <laughs> the kids were just so much better mm. about using the correct yeah. pronouns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not hard at all, actually. No, and I, you know, I also beg to differ with the folks who say, um, I just can't use they, them, because it's not grammatically correct well it is actually it is. but it's, it's we're been gonna... accepted by uh you know the dictionaries and the new york times you know oh right I mean, and it was wasn't it the like one of the big you know it was like yeah it was a big controversy when they did accept it but that was quite a while ago well and also they made it the word of the year yeah i think yeah, it was yeah, like right. one of the dictionaries that's right. That's right. did like miriam webster yep, or one yep. of those yep um but also we've had uh different kinds of pronouns and ways that we have addressed people in the english language before like the quakers very famously use thy then and you know thy and thou and uh you know they did that about because of class issues right uh but you know there's different wa- you know there's different ways that we have english is not that narrow Right. It's not that narrow. It's a living language. We use it every day, you know? And, um, you know, I just, like, being out and being out yep. in the world, um, while I felt incredibly exposed mm. and uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very tender when you start that. Yeah. Um, so tender. Then, so we were talking about, before we uh, uh, took a break to deal with the dogs, um, how people were, I, I guess, reacting to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you can you continue with that a little bit? Because uh, it was hard probably to hear what you were saying. Um, like the tenderness of being out, being exposed. Oh, I, 
absolutely felt like I had walked out of the house without a stitch of clothing on. Wow. I really felt... And and that was not what I expected at all. Mm. Because, you know, I've been a part of the LGBTQ community right. forever. Right. Um, who cares how I identify myself? I'm comfortable. As, I was comfortable as someone... I always identified as queer. Mm. Not gay. Mm-hmm. Not lesbian. Mm-hmm. Queer. I'm just yeah. queer. I know this... Yeah. To be myself. Yeah. And, and queer is different. <laughs> and when I um and when I came out at school, um you know, there were there were multiple people around me who said, you know, okay, well, whatever. So we have just a few more minutes here. Okay. And uh so but I was thinking we would um actually talk about something slightly different. Um but it connects to what we were getting to before. So there's a difference between Virginia's laws, Maryland's laws, and Washington, uh, D.C.'s laws, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could just kind of summarize that, that would be good. Because you live really at the nexus of this, and you've lived in all these right. you know, places. If you could summarize that and, like, like, how it's affecting what's going on here, that would be probably good. Um, I cannot say how um how specifically yeah things um have parsed out but i can uh-huh. tell you how it feels yeah yeah and my sense of it yeah in northern virginia um it's a pretty liberal um enclave um and <clears throat> but there are a lot of really vocal outspoken anti-gay lesbian trans folks there and they have, you know, with the whole, you know, discussion of critical race theory and, mm. and the LGBTQ community, like, influencing children, mm. um, there's the whole... And does that come right off of uh, what DeSantis did in Florida? I don't know if it comes off of that, but I think it, it's, it's that right shift. Sure. And that... You know, I know a couple of my old teacher friends participated in library activities where, you know, the whole band, you know, the new governor in Virginia was like basically run, ran on a platform that mm. was like anti-critical race theory. Mm. And they're also anti-LGBTQ. Are they banning books? They were. Okay. And yeah, that sounds uh, <clears throat> like a lot of liberty there. Um, and it, it's, um, it's pretty, like, to me, that's very dangerous. Yeah, very dangerous. In um, where we live in, um, in Maryland, it's, it's very, very liberal. Mm. Um, but once you go out and get closer to the shore, mm. um, go a little further south, a little further northwest, um, it's still pretty conservative. Okay. But, and, but the laws, how is that affecting it? Like, do you feel safer in a place like this with more protections? Or Absolutely. Yeah. I hardly think about it. Okay. And and that's the difference between teaching in Virginia. Be careful about something. Oh, sorry. Teaching in Virginia and teaching here yeah. is that I don't feel at all threatened here mm. where there I felt like I had to be careful like what books I brought into mm. my classroom and as a were per- you kind of being watched I don't 
think so. Okay. I don't think so because they respected my teaching, you know, my, my teaching abilities. Sure. And, um, and I had a lot of leeway yeah. at my school. Here, I also have a lot of leeway. Uh-huh. Um, and I bring in a lot of, like, really rich, diverse, um, thought-provoking books yeah. that I share with my students. Yeah. And I've gotten nothing but support here. Yeah. Does that include, like, um, you know, people of color and oh, yeah, LGBT absolutely. people? Absolutely. Yes, because... Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, people keep saying that teachers are groomers and that they're teaching about sex and stuff, and that is not what they're doing. Uh, sex acts are not being, you know, talked about. The... Um, the, the not even affectionate relationships are being talked about. It's just no. relationship. You know, people have gay parents, you know, people have <laughs> gay parents and not only do they have gay parents, they have siblings who may be trans. They yeah. have, right. You know, they have lots of friends in the school who may be trans. And you know, that doesn't mean that sometimes kids don't say stuff. Sure. Sure. That's like inappropriate, mm-hmm. um, but I usually. But walk. it's middle school. I mean, oh yeah, that's where well, they. That's, yeah. that's where they test all. They're those testing down. it all out. Yeah, they and test all I those walk right up to them and yeah. say, you know, I really don't like that. Yeah, you know, I had something. I had an experience recently, and it was quite painful actually. Um, so my my face was masked up. I was uh, helping on a, a sped bus actually mm-hmm. up in Alaska, and. Uh, my face was covered up. I was covered up because it was like 50 below. I'm not kidding. It was 50 below outside. We were helping, you know, these little, little tiny kids get up on and off of the bus. You know, I was, mm-hmm. was helping the driver. And um, there was one middle schooler who got on who was like, all he could, you know, gauge me by was uh, kind of my overall body shape, which is kind of round, and my voice, which is a mm-hmm. little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he started calling me uh, a girl. And I said, no, that's not who I am. And then he just kept doing it because he could tell that he had hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm somebody who it's, it's very, it's very hard for me to mask my feelings, even if I'm wearing a mask. Okay. <laughs> um, and then he did it a couple more times. And I said, you, you know, I, I just looked at him straight and I said, you know, you know that what you're, what you're doing is wrong and I, you're better than that. And he was like, um, he apologized to me. He, he, he got it. Right. You know, that he was, he knew he was being disrespectful and that's not mm-hmm. what you do. So I was really heartened by that. I really liked that. I also think some of it is how you approach it. You mm. know, if, if you became immediately defensive and angry and, you know, yeah. and were like striking out. No. I was his trying to reaction out, may not. I was trying to bring out the best in him. Like, exactly. You know that what you're doing is wrong, mm-hmm. you know. Come on, be better than that. I had so. I had a student who referred to me as it. Oh, great. and I shut down the class and just said, great. "Stop, stop, everybody, have a seat. Yeah. Let's just have a little chat." Yeah. And so I just talked to them and just said, "What did you say specifically?" I I said, um, "When you use the term it mm. for another person, you're basically denying them their humanity." Right. Right. And I said, I'm old. I got a thick skin. Yeah. You're not going to hurt me by doing that, but yeah. I, think I want gender, you to know it's just not okay. I think the term gender ideology also does that too. 
Right. Instead of just talking about trans people, they right. call it an ideology. It's, it's not, not an ideology. It's, it's, it's a also, person. It's also not a movement. We're talking about individual people here. Okay? We're talking about real people that you know. Oh, yeah. And, but, um, but, uh, he just like kind of put his head down. He goes, oh, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. And I just said, um, and right. I called him by his first name, and right. I said, if you ever want to talk about anything, yeah. just ask me. Um, and I also said, you know, to the kids out in the room, yeah. I said, just remember, you're all growing and changing. Mm -hmm. We don't ever stop changing. That's right. Hopefully we keep growing mm -hmm. as we're like, as we get older mm -hmm. and, um, and also like, just because this is like, I'm telling you, I didn't like it, but it doesn't mean that you have to make up to me in some yeah. way. It's, yeah. it's okay. And also to you say dealt that, with it. You and, dealt with and, it. and for them to also like be aware, like, yeah, and I, when I make mistakes, I apologize. That's right. That's and right. and um, just because, like I made a mistake at the beginning of this interview, I oh, called you he. Yeah, well, and um, and I mean, I could have come out and said my pronouns right away. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, even though you know we. But I had made an assumption. We, we knew the parameters, right? Sure, sure. Huh. Um, and um, like, but also modeling those little. You know those little faux pas, those mm -hmm. little mistakes, mm -hmm. um, and and recovering from them yes. and just moving on yes. helps them to understand. You know the importance of specificity of yeah. language and also yes. that they're okay. Yeah, it's and okay to make mistake. It's okay to ask. Yeah, and adults make those mistakes all the time. At trans people make those mistakes, misgendering other people. I mean, it it just happens. So. Um, you know, if you make a mistake, apologize. Oops, <laughs> that's my dog. <laughs> He's shaking the camera. He's shaking the table. So if you make it, yeah, if you make a mistake, you know, most people are not going to bite your head off. I mean, occasionally you might meet a trans person who has just had it up to here. You know, they've experienced. Yeah, we don't know what their day was like. Yeah, they've experienced so much discrimination and like on a daily basis and maybe even some violence. You know, and they've just had it up to here. So may, maybe you're saying something to them is their breaking point. But please, please, if you are, you know, you know, a stable person and you have a good life and stuff, just try and take that with, uh, you know, a grain of salt. Be patient. You know, trans people right now are dealing with so much stress, mm -hmm. so much stress. Even me, even this person here, we are very stable people. You know, we have a loving relationships. We, you know, live a pretty good life. Even we are undergoing so much stress. Imagine, imagine if we were other people, people of color, people who are very poor, people who don't have access to health care, people who don't have people in their lives that love them. Imagine that. So please be patient with trans people, even if they maybe, maybe seem upset a little bit. A little bit too much, okay? Just or if you see them on their on on a bad yeah, day, yeah, on their worst day, you know, just just give them some love or maybe some space if they need it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I my um, my I did have a couple of people at work who would just say to me like, "You seem more angry lately," hmm. and I was just like, and I think that they were implying oh, maybe no. that I was taking testosterone. 
Um, and and that's so juvenile. I Come know. On. Well, I I also think it's lack of exposure. Yeah. So what I did was I took a step back and I said, let me just tell you about the last five years of my life. Yeah. Which I've kept under my hat all this time. Yeah. Well, and then also, <laughs> you know, people do that all the time. If people come out in various ways, then they ascribe strange, you know, things to their behavior. Like when women come out as um, gay, I remember when I was younger, people would uh, say that I was man-hating or something. And I, I, oh, didn't, right. I didn't hate men. You know, I would get angry with them sometimes, right. but not because I was a lesbian particularly, because right. they were just saying some stupid stuff. You know? Right. Right. And I, and I, uh, I also think, um, you know, we're all creatures of our environment. Yeah. And, oh. What is that? It's my phone. <laughs> Telling me to leave school. Um, it's like a jungle out here. <laughs> <laughs> they, there should be crickets. Um, but, but anyway, just that thing of like, you know, the, the, the trans man's broken arm syndrome everything's related to your testosterone oh i see like okay. it's like everything's seen through the filter of you taking testosterone sure. which you know i mean i don't think that happens as much around and here and then you just turn times. it you just turn it around to them well you act like that every day so maybe it's your <laughs> testosterone no not really not really i don't believe in that no i uh, i also feel like you know i have always had a temper I've always had a very long fuse. Sure. But once that fuse is like yeah, tripped, I'm like that too. Actually, I I am I'm patient, 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 patient until I'm not, and yeah. then boop, that's it. Okay, yeah. And my my partner's exactly the same way. Mm. I wouldn't describe her as patient, 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 mm -hmm. but more like measured, mm -hmm. measured, and then ballistic. But I also or feel just, like... Or just not anymore. Stop. That's it. Yeah. You know, because some people, they really enjoy doing that, being antagonistic and, mm -hmm. you know, so. Why engage with them? It's not fun. Nope. It's, uh, that pretty much describes the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> I, you know, I, I do feel like, though, there are good spaces... Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> there are good spaces on the internet... <laughs> <laughs> there are good spaces on the internet. Uh -huh. There are nice communities yeah. here and there. Mm -hmm. um, but mostly we're just anonymous humans out here rolling around in the, you know, in the thick of it, trying to live our lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really, when I find myself online too much, I really try and, uh, you know, go do something like go to a park, hang out with my dog, you know, go to a bar or something like that, you know, just get offline. Mm -hmm. uh, you're not, you're not going to solve any problems really online. I mean, there's a lot of propaganda online and sometimes that can work, but, uh, well, it's good you, to, it's good to go out and enjoy the sunshine in life. You know? And when you get with the, your people, sure, it's mm -hmm. very easy to just be in that little insular world right. and feel like, Oh, wouldn't it be perfect if the whole internet was like this? Well, after a while, it gets, just gets boring. Yeah. Right? And, you know, I have zero interest in stirring up the pot. Yeah. But sometimes I think things need to be said. Yeah. And also, I mm. mean, like, 
I mean, that's the whole idea around my project is that there are, there's diversity within the trans community. Right. You know, I mean, there's racial and ethnic diversity and, you know, that kind of thing, class diversity, but also people's perspectives. There's, you know, religious or political or whatever. That's, there's also quite a bit of diversity there. And that's what I'm really trying to highlight. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people are, some people are a little offended by that because I have, you know, uh, interviewed some conservatives and they feel like, oh, they're the devil or something. But, you know, everybody that I have, um, most everybody, I will say that, that there's a, an exception to that, has been very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And um, I've really enjoyed all these interviews. So. Oh, it's good. Yeah. And, and like, I mean, you asked me why I wanted to do this. Yeah. And, like, I, I just happen to be in a family that, like, we're all helper bees. Yeah. And I, you know, and it's also interesting for me to talk to and meet other trans people. And like, I, you know, I've enjoyed chatting with you. It's fun for me too, because I lived in a cabin by myself for three years. Oh, good Lord. No, it's wonderful for me. I know. I I, I like. I know with somebody with big family, you know, with a big family and stuff like that, that's probably an issue for you. But for me, it was heaven <laughs> um i consider myself to be a homebody okay i do like social interaction sure. but on my own terms yeah mm-hmm. and you know well, imagine doing that with nine months of winter too oh, for god's sake <laughs> i um, loved it though I, ha- hauling my water going out to the outhouse uh pouring fuel oil in the tank so i can you know unfreeze my little home <laughs> um i um i have always talked to my kids about wanting to yeah. do northern um sure. like to do uh midnight sun yeah yeah and yeah it's uh the sun does not go down right now where i was living <clears throat> right now for like uh there'll be about a month more of this mm-hmm. yeah well i had before COVID hit i told my oldest son let's go to sweden yeah. And, and, yeah. and because he speaks Swedish really well. Okay. Uh, let's go to Sweden and, um, and just see what it's like above the Arctic Circle. Yeah. And the, the weather there is much more mild than Alaska. Mm-hmm. And you'll see, um, you'll see the northern lights up there as well. And right. Yeah. It's, I, I would love to go to Sweden as well. I'm actually part Norwegian and I would love to go there and see the, um, the old wooden churches that they have there. The, oh my God. The stave churches. Those are amazing. Yeah. Those yeah. are like. Those are, those are pre, the, what inspires them is actually pre-Christian. I mean, they look kind of like uh, the Baroque, you know, um, with the spires. And oh, stuff. right. The, the, but they're the, actually. Those like Gothic. Yeah. Like heavy that's Gothic. It. That's it. You, it know? you know, like in, uh, you know, Spain and France and stuff. But what it is is actually old Norse religion that is peeking through Christianity. Love that. Because they are meant to look like trees. They're oh. meant to look like conifer trees. Right. And they always have a central post in it with often the pews are, are facing that post. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting, isn't it? <laughs> and they often will have a well there. And it's not just for water either. It's like a, it's for it's ritual. Ritual bathing. Some of the, yeah. And so, uh, well, more than that. But um, and there's all and and some of those places, they've also found uh, ritual objects and bones that were buried and and that sort of thing. Because oftentimes, you know, churches, uh, whatever the religion is that's coming in will take over old spaces, old. Right. You know, I mean, some of these places these 
you know, they're perfect. They're like prominence uh, on the landscape. Um, there's something special about them. People recognize that. And so, you know, the religions that come in that are more uh, colonialist, let me say, uh, <laughs> that's a bit of a hot topic, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that come in. Uh, they will take over those spaces. and uh, But sometimes the locals aren't willing to give up everything. Hmm. <laughs> well, and, I mean, we have a lot of um, traditions yeah. in, you know, supposedly in the Christian faith yeah. that are very, well, like, like, smack of paganism. Yeah, and, especially and Catholicism. Beautifully so. Especially Catholicism. Oh, I mean, yeah. you can see that in uh like some hispanic churches you know i mean mexico i mean there's so many so much of old religion that is part of that mm -hmm. i mean really um like the whole mary the marian cult and you know that's what, i mean i don't mean just called a cult but you know no that, but uh, yeah. i mean it's properly called a cult because yeah. of the definition yeah yeah but um but not in the way that we yeah contemporary and, and not in the cult. negative sense and right. not in a negative sense but, uh, you know, the worship of Mary and, you know, there's all kinds of uh, aspects in there. Um, and then we have, of course, Easter celebrations. Right. And, and, and the Christmas tree. Christmas and, tree. Yeah. Yes. All that stuff. It, it peeks through. But I, 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 you know, I think that makes them yeah. interesting. I enjoy all of it. I, I, yeah. I, I try and celebrate all of it. I enjoy all of it. And I love the Old Testament. I love reading the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Those are great old stories. And, I, you know, I think sometimes people take them wrong. They think them as a prescription, as this is what you have to do. Right. But, you know, I don't think that's what they were meant for. I think they were meant as a prescriptive, like, baby, this is not what you're supposed to do because this led to the fall of man right. over and over and over. Let's stop right. making that mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stop well, using our pride and, and, and to and control I, other people. And I love, <laughs> you know, and I love that um, what it allows is a loosening of the like the precision of that religious language that it fundamentalism. allows for yeah it it allows yeah. for one to move past fundamentalism yes. and yeah. well when that, you that's move, more beautiful when to you me. move past fundamentalism you get to the beauty you get to the art you get to the feeling you get to the spirit right that's what i that's what i want to get to i would i would agree with that yeah Let's end it there. Thank <laughs> you, sir. <laughs> it was so nice chatting with yeah. you. A little mini sermon at the, at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> I can live with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you ever think of yourself as like going, um, going into a more like direct, re like direct religious service? toward others yeah i have thought of um so i i did think of uu but uu doesn't have enough i'm not familiar with firmness that. unitarian universalist oh right yeah it's yeah it's not firm enough for me i actually do like the firmness of people who are who grasp more let's say to something what about um, like Quaker, like yeah i love the Quakers. society of friends yeah actually i i have hung out with quakers you know, since I was a teenager, they were the coolest Christians that I knew when I was a teenager. And I didn't know any, really, yeah. or know that I knew any. I love the Quakers. Um, and in fact, while I'm here in New England, uh, I'm uh, when I go to New England, I'm going to vi try and visit some houses. Oh, cool. Yeah, totally, totally. And I, you know, some of the people who yeah. I really, like, dug hanging out with, yeah. like, in art school and stuff, yeah. they were all Quakers. Yeah. 
and went to Quaker I, meeting, and I thought that was like, you know what? I the love concept about, was cool. You know what I love about Quakers, besides the silence, which I can totally dig that. You know, you find your own. You know, you find that little inner voice. You know, that you're listening for 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 God's message. I love that, but also. Um, when they're not doing that, they actually argue uh, tremendously about their faith and about God and, you know, the nature of life and every, all that stuff. Um, and they do it rather politely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I just love that about Quakers, you know, and that, but there's so much that they argue about, but they're so polite about it. And they do so much good work about anti-violence. You know, they're not c- trying to control other people, mm-hmm. but they're doing it in a way that, um, you know, really works at the roots of what we're getting to when we're trying to say, you know, we, we want a better society with, with less violence. They mm-hmm. really do that work. And I would like to see other Christians doing that as well, you know, instead of um, inspiring bigotry, perhaps, that that's going to increase violence. I saw an interview. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I just assume we're, we're done here. No, but, we're not. <laughs> um, but I um, saw an interview with someone who was... Oh, he was like a staunch Christian evangelist. He uh-huh. was—he may have even been involved in television evangelism. Okay. I'll email you his name. Okay. Well, I about th- talking about coming over yeah. and realizing that what they were doing as a church by rejecting so many people who were, you know, like they were staunch anti-abortionists yeah. and yeah. that they ne- that he never, he talked about a young woman who um, was going to give birth um, and was, or was like, had not decided whether or not she was going to give birth or whether she was going to have an abortion. Sure. And hearing her story essentially made him pull up roots Mm. and say that is not the kind of Christian I want to be anymore. Yeah. This is more like compassion is the place from where I wish where, from where I prefer to enter the world. And, and the way I was practicing the religion, um, didn't allow that anymore. Yeah. Because it was more about politics and, how politics and religion have corrupted each other. Well, I mean, uh, religion is always going to affect politics, right? Because it's 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 a driving force in how people think and in, in morality and that sort of thing. Um, but um, imposing is another thing, uh, and if you're making laws that restrict other people who are not harming anybody else if you're making if you're if what you're doing if what you're preaching is causing other people pain uh, I think you should probably look at what you're doing personally I mean is it really is it really the good work or right are you doing the bad work right <laughs> um, and I re-examine it re-examine I and, it. and I feel like you know as a teacher I'm bringing ideas to you mm-hmm. that I believe are based on fact. Yeah. That have good, are good science yeah. behind them. Age appropriate. Age appropriate. Absolutely. But at the same time, um, I cannot force anyone to learn. Mm-hmm. Right. 
right. um, just like you can't force anyone to take your viewpoint and internalize right. it. Right. And um, and I and think just that's... because something is my experience or I've I've uh, you know experience you know basically I can't globalize my experience to the rest of the world. Right. You know my experience is my experience. You know if I had. Uh, like, for instance, uh, you know, um, if I was attacked by a certain kind of person, if I, if I then look across the world and I see that there are people like that in the world who look like that, who have that kind of identity, if I suddenly cut myself off from that portion of, you know, of humanity, is that a good thing? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, for one thing, I am judging other people who didn't harm me. Right. Who are just innocent out there in the world mm -hmm. and then I'm just cutting myself off yeah I you know I mean there's a difference between setting a boundary and saying yeah you know like don't well, cross that boundary a boundary on behavior right a right. boundary on behavior versus um, a boundary on belief mm -hmm. because you know science doesn't care whether you believe in it it's still going to function according to the its own laws. Yeah. Um, and because I, you know, even that's a good way to put because it. Because I don't yeah. have a, um, I don't have a stake in you believing what I believe. Right. And that's a lot of work. I mean, I don't. It's, who wants to engage in that? Like, like really getting in there and trying to change somebody's beliefs. But behavior is a whole nother thing. Well, and yeah. I, but don't you think that's a, that's some of our work as like LGBTQ people mm -hmm. out in the world is that, you know, if your belief is that we are all evil, what happens when you face someone who checks off every one of your, these are good people list, except Sure. This. I mean, it... <clears throat> I don't think, though, that one person can get inside another person and, and pretend that they can fix them in some right. way, right? Right. I wouldn't want anybody to do that with me. No. You know, you can only do that in kind of a passive sense. Like sure. doing the things like I'm doing right here is, you know, making, you know, making these videos of interviews and stuff, um, showing different kinds of trans people and, you know, what they believe in, that sort of thing. You know, I'm not trying to shame anybody. I'm not trying to control anybody. I'm just offering information. Right. Very much like you were doing in your classroom. You mm -hmm. are just offering information. Right. And everybody is entitled to have information too. You know. That and and that's where I see the book banning. Yeah. The restriction around you know the don't say gay yeah. stuff. And as, who's doing that? The Republicans who talk about liberty all the time. <laughs> well, and Give me who, a break. And, and who talk about, you know, our rights, our rights, our rights are being impinged right. upon. Just because yeah. I exist in the world, that should have no bearing on you and your religious beliefs. Yep, yep. yep. You know, I, you know, you feel free to pray for me if you yep. think I'm going to hell and you don't want me there. Sure, I'll pray for you too. Um, you know, and, uh, I will think good thoughts in your direction mm -hmm. and hope that you overcome whatever the hell it is. It's, right, you know, right. troubling you. Yeah. Unfortunately, right now, uh, people are using the power of the state against us. And I must say, I, you know, I've said this before. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit scared. I mean, it's, um, I hate to admit that I feel terrorized by it, but it feels like a terrorism. You know? I, I have to say, yeah. I, you know, like, 
when I look across the country and see how um, <clears throat> how a lot of like red states are um, restricting yeah. even information yeah. information to like all yeah. I can think about is oh my gosh they're even restricting movement like, because if you go across the state line and then you come back... Oh, that to me then is Then they like, can put you in jail. Well, I also think um, requiring a person to carry um, a fetus to yeah, term right, is right. a kind of enslavement. Absolutely. And Absolutely. enslavement has been supposedly yeah. outlawed for how long? Yeah, our, it's, it's quite scary to me that our judicial branch, you know, our, our highest court in the land is... Um, rolling back our rights it's uh, it's frightening to me and people say it's decentralization it's not decentralization uh -uh. at all because what Roe v. Wade did was it kept the government from interfering with health care right it protected privacy in medical care exactly it protected autonomy and those are issues for everybody out there yes. not just trans people you have to have privacy for that kind of stuff. You have to have choices about the kinds of therapies that you want for your own body. If it's an imposition from the government, I mean, that is authoritarianism right there. We yes. are here, people. We are here. And I'm not somebody who's given to hyperbole. Okay, I'm usually, I'm pretty stable, you know. <laughs> this is a bad moment for our country. This is a really bad moment. It is. and But I do, you know... I try to remain hopeful because yeah. I think that change, um, change is hard and what we're feeling right now is the last throes of, maybe you know, maybe. the last throes of, you know, people trying to impose their views. Maybe. I, I, that's a very others. hopeful vision. And control bodies. That's a very hopeful vision, and that may be because you're around a lot of younger people. Oh, yeah. Who you see that in? Who I see that in. Yes. Who yes. It's like, please grow up. Yes. Please yeah. grow up so you can yeah. get out there and do the good work. Right, exactly. That said, I need to go to my other appointment. Okay. Yes. Um, do you want to try to... There I am sermonizing again. Um, do you do you want to try to um, like go out and have a I beer? So. You need to go do your... Yeah, I, or I, grab something to eat. I need to uh, map out where I'm going to go in the next couple of weeks because uh, luckily a whole bunch of people from uh, New Jersey, New York border area just replied to me so oh, cool. i can yeah so but i have to like all these little towns i have to go D -d 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 